Welcome to the Unomas Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay. Do you find yourself looking for business and marketing advice to help you achieve your goals? Do you find yourself stuck and overwhelmed wondering what methods you can use to scale your business? What strategies should you use to grow your social media influence? And how can you leverage collaborations with some of the industry's most successful and influential entrepreneurs to build brand awareness? With over 13 years as a multipreneur, brand and social media strategist and coach, I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith and talking all things productivity, social media, business strategies, marketing, and growth, I help you pursue your God-given purpose and redefine success by creating a wildly successful, sustainable, and profitable digital-based business. But that's not all. Enjoy my collaborative conversations and interviews with industry-leading entrepreneurs to hear the best kept secrets and learn the skills and tactics they use so you can tackle your biggest goals along the way. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. Have you created a digital community with the hopes of it thriving, but it's not doing anything but feeling like it's dying? It can be challenging to scale a digital community and even more challenging to know how to turn things around when one feels like it's on its last breath. Without an engaged online community, you're missing out on valuable opportunities for connection and conversation. In this episode, I will show you how to identify the signs of a disengaged community and how to turn things around, creating a thriving and engaged community worth your time and effort. You'll also learn some creative ways to bring life back to a struggling online community. Take your online community from struggling to thriving today and listen into this episode. Let's go ahead and dive right in. We are back and today we are talking all about community building, not just building thriving communities online, but actually reviving communities online that we have probably spent a lot of time and effort into building. And now they feel like they're on their last breath. So I am here today to talk to you about three things. One, identifying the warning signs of a disengaged community. Two, ways that you can bring back your dying community. And three, I'm going to touch on some community prerequisites in order to make sure that you have things set up for success right out the gate. So why, why listen to me when it comes to this? Well, I have scaled multiple digital communities consisting of hundreds of thousands of members, primarily by leveraging the Facebook platform, but I now have my own mobile app where I am scaling and growing my business savvy university. It's my paid membership where 
It's female entrepreneurs that are looking to connect and collaborate and really level up their business to create consistent six and seven figure years. I do live trainings. We have the whole community aspect where we engage and interact and there's resources and tools and guest collaborations and trainers that come in. And this community is something that I've really put a lot of effort into because it's mine. It's an app that I've owned, that I developed, that it is now no longer on a social media platform, but it's like tangible. It's like something I've created and we have the code to and all of that. So we are talking about digital communities in any aspect. And a lot of us are creating communities on Facebook. We're creating communities through our email marketing platforms. We're doing them on platforms like Mighty Networks. It doesn't matter where you're building your community. Also Discord or Telegram. I mean, there's so many different places that we can build a community. And there's a lot of time and effort that goes into setting one up. But what happens if if things are dying, if your community is not engaging, like what do we do? And that's really kind of what I'm here to talk to you all about today. So let's talk about some of those identifying warning signs in regards to how to know if your community is dying or if it's stagnant or if it just needs some life pumped into it. Well, the first sign is little to no engagement. I will say this. And I say this to a lot of people that I train. And if you are inside my business savvy university, you know that I talk about this often, that when you are creating a digital community, you have to look at it as if you are having a house party. Okay. And when you open up your doors and people come in, let's say it's during like the cold season, you know, fall and winter and everybody has coats, women have their purses. And, you know, when you come into a home and you're at a house party, you know, the first thing you ask is, okay, where can I hang my coat? Ladies, you're thinking, where can I put my purse? Unless it's like a clutch or something that you can kind of carry around that's small and not really big and in your way. But a lot of those questions arise, like how can I make myself comfortable in the environment that I am at? You know, if I want a glass of ice water, do they have bottled water out or do I go to the fridge and get my own glass of ice water? Is there water filtered? I don't know. Like everything is really uncertain until, you know, things are laid out and you really understand how you can utilize the space. And part of getting that comfortable feeling inside of a new community, aka a house party, is really kind of understanding what your role is as a guest in that space. And when people are coming in and they're not really talking, they're kind of standing off to the sides, they're really not sure how to act and engage in a community. And that's what I'm going to get into a little bit later. But one of the best signs of knowing whether or not your community is thriving is understanding how people are engaging within that community. If you're not seeing any engagement between people within your community, whether it's actively on the platform or things are happening off platform because people are connecting and collaborating within the community, you will be able to tell. And this is one of the very first signs of an inactive community. But I will say It takes a lot of effort from the creator's standpoint to get that engagement going. I know that I have made posts in my communities, some some of those communities with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of members, and like I'll get five comments on a post. And it's like, hello, is anybody in there? 
One of the best tests that I've ever done is I have stepped away from my community for like a week at a time. And I've had multiple people reach out to me saying, where are you? Are you there? I haven't seen you post. Nothing's happening. And it's like, where have you been? Because I've been posting in the past and I haven't seen you comment or engage. People are watching. People are watching. Trust me when I say that a community, a digital community will always start off slow because people are unsure how to act in that space. So that's really important for you as the creator of that community to kind of set the ground rules, set the expectations. And again, that's something I'm going to get into in a minute. But if you are seeing little to no engagement, it's because people just don't know how to act. They don't know what steps forward they can take or where they need to step back or what is and what is not allowed. So it is really important to monitor this because there might be changes that need to be implemented in order to increase that engagement. The second thing is the community is just not growing. There's no new requests to join. People are not sharing the community with other people, their friends, their family, their acquaintances, their coworkers, their network. It's just not growing. You're not seeing any new people having any desire to join your community. And lastly, another identifying warning sign is the lack of conversation, not just with people, but also on posts that you make, even if it's engaging type posts that you are making in there. So when there's no engagement between people and no conversation between people and things are just not growing. These are all signs of a community that is becoming stagnant. So what can we do to bring life back into your digital community? Well, I'm going to give you eight things that you can do. Are you ready for it? The first thing that you can do is host a contest or a giveaway. All right. I love contests and giveaways if they make sense, if the reward aligns with your community. Now let's take one of my communities. My, we'll take the business savvy university community. That is all about business and branding and marketing and social media and female entrepreneurship and scaling and, and sales and funnels and all of that. I do so much training inside of the BSU that if I gave a giveaway for a Louis Vuitton handbag, even though many of the women would love that, that just doesn't make sense in my community. It doesn't align. But maybe I was doing a giveaway for an iPad or a MacBook, a MacBook Pro to better advance and excel a female entrepreneur's business. You know, something that aligns perfectly with my community is something that's going to make sense. Or tickets to an entrepreneurial event or a retreat or something of that sort. You want to make sure that when you are choosing to do contests or giveaways, that the reward aligns with your community. Okay. A lot of people love money and a lot of people love things, but money and things are not going to mean anything if it doesn't align with the purpose and goal of your community. All right. The second thing is reaching out to individual members and asking them what they're looking for. We fail to do this. We're hoping to acquire new members and new community or new faces and people into our community, but we're not really asking them 
what they're there for. Why is it that they came into the community and why is it that they're staying or why is it that they're leaving? Have you ever thought to reach out to members that have left and ask them why? It's a scary thing to get feedback or have criticism on something you've spent so much time and effort creating, but it's that criticism and feedback that helps you unlock different levels to success and growth and scaling of your community when you are in the know. So reach out to previous members and current members and find out why it is that they're there, what is it that they're looking for, and how can you better serve them so that they are getting exactly what they want and need inside of your community. The third thing is to create more content. I have been a part of digital communities where it's like days and weeks will go by before anything new is posted. You know, any Whether it's content that's physical, tangible content like resources and tools or things that people can read or virtual events that you're hosting or things that people can be a part of, creating content allows your community to have something that they can tap into consistently and be a part of. So ask yourself, are you creating enough content for your community to feel like they are consuming to want to come back and engage and be a part of because they know that there's going to be more because it's happening on a frequent basis. The fourth thing is to be more active in the community yourself. I've, I've failed at this. I, I, this is one thing I'm really sucky at. Okay. I love automation. I love having a team that helps me scale and do things personally. And I often in those moments, forget to get in there myself and engage. I forget to get in and be the face of my community, be the face of my brand. It might be something that's like, oh, well, that's just common sense. But when you are so in the flow of creation, 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 and next step, next step, next step, it's very easy to step away (laughs) from the places that really and ultimately need you. And that is your community. Ask yourself too, how often am I showing up? Do I need to set a reminder on my phone every couple of days to check into my community, to add, to spend some time actively engaging within my community, responding to comments, starting up conversation, posing questions, whatever that might look like for you. Are you present? This is so important. Number um, five is encourage interaction with your community with conversation starters. This kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just saying. Are you actively starting up conversations yourself? But you can also automate posts in there that start up conversation, that raise questions, that make people laugh or talk about things in different ways or get feedback on certain things. When you can pose questions, scenarios, or you know, introduce things that get people talking, whether it's about a topic or whether about it's a a struggle or a common interest, it doesn't matter. When you can get people talking, this is what creates a thriving community. This is where the conversation happens. Number six is make sure everyone feels welcome. 
One of the things that we do within our communities online is we are actively welcoming new members in our community. That could look like a weekly post where you make a list and tag all of the new members within your community. If you're not getting a lot of members on a weekly basis, maybe this is a once a month thing. Maybe you do a live Zoom call and you have every new member come onto the live Zoom call and introduce themselves and you create like a community atmosphere dynamic. Maybe you go live and you do a live stream into your community and you have some of your new members of the community come on and introduce themselves and you just have that engagement and then that, that interaction. Making sure that everybody feels welcome is one of the first things that we need to do as community organizers in order for them to feel like they have a place to voice their voice, to engage openly and feel safe doing so. If people come into a community and they just don't know where to act or what they can and cannot do, they're just going to sit back and ultimately not ever take action. It starts with making them feel welcome. Number seven is ask for feedback and suggestions on how you can improve the community experience. This goes hand in hand with reaching out to members individually, but often polling your members to seeing how they are liking or what they would like to see added into the community now and in the future. This is something I do often. In fact, I literally just did a round of Zoom calls with some of my community members asking them how we can better improve our affiliate and partnership programs with the Savvy University and the Savvy Mastermind. So I met with a couple of the members and I asked them what they're liking, what they're not liking, what tools and resources do they need to better produce, you know, or to better show up or to feel more confident in their business in the way that they're sharing, you know, the savvy products in regards to the membership and the membership in the university and the partnership and the affiliate program that we have. So I personally am trying to do this more by getting feedback and taking in suggestions from community members, because it's your community members that make up the community. You might think that what you initially go into creating a community for with the content and the tools and the resources that you have in mind is going to just be it. And that's going to work and everybody's going to thrive and everybody's going to rise and everybody's going to have so much fun in your community. But different people need different things. People consume information differently. People engage differently. People feel loved and nurtured differently. So understanding different personality types and gaining feedback and suggestions is a part of leadership. It's a part of growing yourself as a community builder, as a leader of your community to see how you can best serve them. Number eight is incentivize current members. This is one of the things that I love doing and it has really helped me scale my communities. I will incentivize my members with going back to point one, which is hosting a contest or a giveaway. I will do a giveaway for current members of the community to invite new members into the community of their friends, their acquaintances, their coworkers, their network. Whoever invites the most members and they you know, go through the process of getting into the community the right way, which I'll get into in a minute, that person that invited the most wins the prize. 
So this incentivizes your current members to share your community with their network, with their friends, with their followers, with their subscribers. When you can reward your community members for sharing, this is a win-win across the board. Not only are you keeping your members, your current members happy because they're getting the reward, but you're also growing your community at the same time, which eliminates one of those identifying warning signals that we talked about at the very beginning, which a community is not growing because no new members are coming into it. This helps you get new members into your community. All right. So those are eight things that you can do to bring back a dying community, but you have to actively take action on all of these eight things. All right. Maybe not all at once, but doing them in order to revive that dead community. So when you are thinking about growing a community, whether you've started one already or you're reviving one, you cur- or if you've started one already or you have yet to create one, and you know if you have started one already and you're reviving it, you can still implement these prerequisites that I'm going to mention right now into your community, all right? Number one, sit back and ask yourself, what is my goal? What is the goal of this community? A lot of communities are the entry point to higher tiered products, okay? A lot of memberships are the entry point to higher tier products or services that are being sold. A community has different purposes, whether it's free or paid, but ultimately there is a goal. There is an endpoint. There's a reason you're wanting to build this community, Okay, whether it's to create brand awareness, increase sales, funnel down paying clients for your higher tier products or services. There's a bunch of different reasons for a community, but you want to make sure that you set the goal and that you know the goal of this community. Okay, the second thing is so important, and that is setting the expectations. What can community members expect from your community? Daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, it doesn't matter. You need to set the expectations. If you're only going live in your community once a month, or maybe you're doing it weekly, that's fine. It doesn't matter. But if you don't set the expectations, people come in thinking and expecting one thing, and maybe you're falling short of their expectations, or maybe you're exceeding their expectations. But regardless, if you don't set any expectations, your community members are not going to have any clue of what to expect while they're in there. So make sure you set the expectations. The third thing is lock your community and pre-qualify members. This is going to be an argument. I have a feeling I'm going to stir up some arguments. I might receive some emails on this one. Okay. But I personally lock all of my communities, meaning they're not just open and free for the public to join. Why do I do this? It's because I pre-qualify the members before they get in there. Okay. With Facebook groups, primarily, there's a list of questions that need to be answered. Every single question must be answered. If somebody answers one or two of the three questions, they're automatically denied. Because in my mind, if you really want to be a part of my community, you will take the time to answer those questions. And I have been a part of communities that have the same stipulations and same regulations and same pre-qualifying measures in place in order for me to join that community. 
So I am very intentional with the communities that I join when those questions are there. If I really want to be a part of that community and get the value that is in that community, then I am definitely, definitely, definitely going to be answering those questions. So lock your communities and pre-qualify your members because that ensures that you are 100% getting quality over quantity inside of your community. Number four is set the tone every day. You might have a themed day like, you know, Wisdom Wednesday and Thriving Thursday where you, you know, celebrate your wins and Feedback Friday or Friendly Friday where you network and whatever the heck your community is for. You might have a theme every day or you might have a purpose every day with you know, your posts in your community or weekly, whatever, but set the tone. It is up to you as the creator to set the tone of your community. Okay. The vibe, the culture, it all starts with you. And then fifth is create a consistency schedule. A consistency schedule can look different for everybody, but that is also in alignment with your expectations. How much of you how much of your brand, how much you, of you as a person can the community expect to see based on your consistency that you are saying that you're going to show up for? Is that weekly? Is that daily? Is it monthly? Is it quarterly? Hopefully not. It's really hard to grow a community on a quarterly basis, but set a consistency schedule. Automate your posts if you have to. Bring in a virtual assistant team to help you manage your digital communities. But all of this in place, these are all things you want to think about before you even start your community so that your community is set up for success. Now, with that being said, running a digital community is a challenging feat. Trust me, I know, but it's totally worth it. Totally, totally worth it. Brands today all over the globe are seeing power in community. They're seeing community members, brand loyal community members come together and support a brand in ways that have never been seen before because of the power of community. When you can create a community around your brand, whether that's a physical product, a service, a company, or you yourself, you will see new waves of business soar beyond belief because there's power in community. Even though it's challenging and it does take time and effort, it can be done. And one of the biggest questions I get as a community builder is what do I do? I feel like my community is dead. Do I just start a brand new one? No. If you already have people in the door Bring life back to them. That doesn't mean that they are gone and that they're not, that they're there, but they're not. They are there. You can revive a dead community. I have full faith in that because I've done it myself, but it takes time. It takes effort. It takes strategy and implementation and more importantly, action. It takes action from you thinking about what you have to do, how you have to do it and actually getting it done. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Uno Mas podcast. What can you do to help support me moving forward? Well, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, leave a review and a rating because it's your reviews that matter most. And it's your reviews 
that help us get this show found by new listeners. And share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers on all your social media accounts. Tag me, Social Savvy Influencer, and at Unomas Podcast for a listener spotlight on our social media accounts. And lastly, if you're ready to take your brand and business to the next level, learn how to create simplified strategies, grow your social media influence, create an impact, and build a sustainable and profitable online business, then join me inside the Business Savvy University. This is an exclusive paid membership network and learning platform for service-based female entrepreneurs and coaches ready to build, launch, and scale their success. Access over 72 hours of training content, tools, resources, and guest trainings from top industry leaders and influencers. So what are you waiting for? Come and join me inside by visiting businesssavvyuniversity.com. Until next time. Mm-hmm.